listening to the Eccentric Section Podcast with your hosts Breezy Getem and Jody Bro. They said that it could not be done, but I am a champion. I was born to win, cause I'm born again, and I own the ring, yes. I am a champion. I'm winning, I'll win it all. I'm winning, I'll win it all. I'm winning, I'll win it all. Yes, I am a champion. when I reload. Keep low, how I keep those free thoughts. Eyes on lethal, pre-co, stay, he's so keep no lease on egos. We beat on today's show, we're joined by one of my favorite heels in the wrestling business, former super indie champ, Dylan Bostic. Welcome to the show, Dylan. Yo, what's up, brother? Yo, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Of course, dude. We appreciate you taking time out of your day to come on here. Oh, uh, hell yeah, man. First and foremost, though, last year you became a father to a beautiful baby girl, so I want to congratulate you on that. Thanks, man. Best thing that's ever happened to me. A hundred percent, dude. I can relate to that. Is that your first child? First child. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So what has fatherhood taught you up to this point? Man, like the first thing I thought of, you know, when I when I found out I was going to have a girl, I was like, man, it's going to suck going to prison in like the next 15 years. <laughs> Dude, same, bro. You know, like <laughs> I know that's coming that one day, but uh, uh, no, nah, man, it's been it's been crazy. So like it makes you like appreciate life a little bit more and like uh, and not even a little bit more, a lot more, you know, like before I kind of had the attitude, you know, and like. I'm living my life. If I die tomorrow, I don't really care. But yeah. dude, now it's like, man, like, dude, I got to stay alive for this little girl. Of course, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. It's a totally different, like, it's totally different mindset. And just, you see life completely different, man. It's weird. It's weird. You know, people always tell you that too. Like, I could tell somebody that right now and be like, oh man, your life's going to completely change. But like, you don't really, you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody says that, bro, until you experience And when you experience, man, it's 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 crazy bro. Yeah, it's a super humbling experience for anyone that hasn't had a kid dude like it's words can't describe it honestly no it really doesn't and that's that's the thing i tell people i'm like man like when people tell me oh kids change your life da, 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 i'm just like yeah whatever dude like mm-hmm. i just thought they were just like talking you know what i mean just right, like dude. whatever but dude no when you whenever you have a kid man it's it's different bro it's different. yeah for sure uh before we got plenty of stuff to touch on i mean you've been a yeah, you've been a very uh public man lately and and yeah bro i haven't wrestled in that like eight nine months bro and look at me i'm out here yeah dude so we got a lot to touch on but we'll get into the most generic podcast questions just to knock that shit out of the park real quick so what was your first memory of professional wrestling uh when i was five years old um i was living in this little little town uh called saint paul indiana and um it was storming real bad one night and I was, I was probably four or five years old. Um, and my mom turned on professional wrestling and it was WWF. And, uh, I saw it and I was like, was like, Oh my God, like just instantly like into it. Right. And because of the storm, the power went out. Fuck. Like I might've been watching wrestling for like five minutes, you know, the power goes out and I just lost my <laughs> shit. And like, I was like, I want to watch that now, 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 now. So like every day I'd harass my mom about turning on wrestling. And I, of course, I didn't know that it wasn't on every day. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but that was my first memory of wrestling. And man, I think that the, that power going out and that storm and me wanting more so bad, like right then, I think that's what got me hooked, bro. If I think if that power would have stayed on, I would have maybe not. <laughs> oh, <wrestling>. shit. No, no. <laughs> 
Do you happen to remember like what wrestlers were on at the time? I don't remember. No. Yeah. Well, how about your discovery to independent wrestling? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was obsessed with wrestling ever since that first time seeing it. Um, I used to watch it all the time, but, uh, my mom actually met a wrestler, um, in my hometown and they were running a, a big show. It's called new era wrestling. And back in the day, man, it was like, it was pretty cool. Like D'Lo Brown was a heavyweight champion for a while. Oh, Jerry Lynn was a heavyweight champion for a while. Like they had hacksaw Jim Duggan there all the time. Like, oh, bro, yeah. it was, they had a lot of like really cool stuff for a small town. Right. Like, cause mm -hmm. Shelbyville at that time was probably like 10, 15,000 people in the, in the city completely, you know what I mean? Total. And, um, I just remember they would do, they would have massive crowds, bro. A thousand, 2000 people, oh, um, way back in the day. They haven't done that in a very, very long time since I was a little kid. But, uh, but anyway, um, I started going there because my mom got tickets off the guy. And, and that's actually how I got my foot in the door. And that's how I started was I started traveling with that guy and training with that guy and, and some other, other guys from the show. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's how I got my start in wrestling at a young age. So how long did you have to train for before you actually got to have your first match? So I actually trained for about three years. Yeah. Um, the reason being, cause I was so young, they're like, well, we can't put him in the ring. Like it won't be right. Like right, right. it'll just, it won't because they were very professional they're like having a fucking little kid in the ring dude that's yeah. not a good look right yeah yeah because well, you were like 15 when you started training right something like that no i was 12 even I was 12 oh you were 12 old. Jesus so wait, so wait and then what'd you say you trained for like three years so you were three 15 when, when you match. holy yeah. shit you're a savage even, all right even, keep going brother yeah but even then bro they didn't want me to have the match oh dude like, i bet though they're like he's so young looks yeah. like yeah so skinny but uh but finally, I, like, begged them, begged them. They're like, all right, you can start working. And then, like, I started doing all kinds of shows, bro. That's, oh, that's I sick, dude. Let's go. Dude, yeah, that's fucking Yeah, nuts. that's like the dream as being a I teenager, dude. I know to this yeah. point, I'm always like, yo, like, what the fuck? Like, I wish I could wrestle now. And my man is over here 15 years old fucking wrestling. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the fucking bro, dream. Bro, I was wrestling all over Indiana and Ohio when I was, like, 15 and 16. And like all the promoters would ask me my age and I would tell them 18. Oh, of course. So eventually, like a couple years later, people would be like, bro, you've been telling me you're 18 for three years. <laughs> like, well, I'm actually 18 now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Oh, throughout these years, though, you've been wrestling for a minute. What are some of the moments you hold the most dearest to your heart? Honestly, you mentioned one earlier, uh, the Super Indie Tournament. That was really cool, you know, because like. I've been in a few tournaments uh, before that, but I was always like, man, I would really like to be like the guy that wins a tournament. Yeah. Like, the tournaments that I were in before, like the X8 tournament, that's a good tournament because they have like a lot of bigger names in it and stuff. And I wrestled Jimmy Yang in the first round. And, Dude, that's and sick. that was cool. Yeah, that is sick. But, but it was a, like a small crowd, but he sells a lot of, you know, the DVDs back then. It was DVDs, not downloads or whatever they do now, but it was DVDs back then. So he'd do a ton of DVD sales. But so it was cool and all, but, like, I like that live audience, right? So, like, yeah, right. super indie tournaments, like, bro, hell yeah. There's people all from the country, all around the country here. It's a big deal or whatever. So, like, hell yeah. So, that was cool. Um, I'm trying to think, man. Like, uh, the couple matches I've had with Jerry Lawler were really cool. Uh, the the three shows I did on the independence with – what was it? Four. Three or four shows I did with Ryback on the Independence. That was really cool. I was, was going to ask you that. What was what was it like working with him? Man, it was great, dude. Because like me and him had a lot of the same mutual friends, right, from OVW days and stuff. So 
um, he was always super cool to me. And then like, you know, doing that match for him at SmackDown, um, he just always kind of like, not really stayed in touch, but like, would just be like, Oh, Hey, what's up, man? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I, when I'd see him around, he'd, we'd talk and stuff and catch up. But, uh, but, um, yeah, man, it was super cool. It was super cool. That's awesome. So now, now we're good friends. You know what I mean? So it's, it's crazy how that little like job match in 2012, like I gained a friend, you know what I mean? It's yeah, kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Never think that we brought you on here for two things and we'll get right to the first one. Everybody wants to know where the hell have you been, dude? I mean, you've been, haven't been wrestling for a, a good while. Yeah, bro. Uh, you know, I've, the COVID thing, man, like no yeah. crowds, like that shit doesn't really excite me to come back right. to wrestling. Cause it's like, I mean, it's cool, but you know, like we've been saying, I've been wrestling for a really long time. Right. So like, and I love wrestling. Don't get me wrong at all. But like, bro, do I want to go have a practice match in front of no fans for no yeah. money? Like, like I need to either a get paid or B get something out of the deal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I hear you, bro. But, you know, so it's been it's been shitty dude it honestly was the most depressing year i've ever had in my life so well, i can believe it dude but i know during maybe so <laughs> yeah, right man sure. kept me up during the height of the pandemic last summer though you and uh what's his name jake omen jake omen yeah yeah okay you and jake omen put out that promo where you guys were basically <laughs> executing yourselves would you consider that like a rebirth or was that your form of retirement uh well it was gonna be a rebirth um and we did a couple shows in uh in lancaster pennsylvania um with the gimmick but uh yeah you know it was kind of like dude he's been wrestling for like 16 years and i've known him for 14 years and and we just kind of like bro we've done everything right like he went and lived in japan for a couple years like i went to obw and trained for fucking five years and i've moved all around the country like I've moved to Pittsburgh to LA, like, dude, I've did everything. And like, we kind of always just like played the game and like try to be like polite and stuff and like mm-hmm. always be cool with people and like not try to rub anybody the wrong way. And like one day I just fucking boom snapped and was like, you know what? Fuck everybody, bro. Like anybody that is like held me down. Takashi mode. <laughs> fuck them, bro. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, so like, and he's been getting really frustrated. Um, and I feel bad for him, dude, because he, bro, he should be signed somewhere, bro. Like, if you can't figure out how to get that dude in a big spot, like, what's wrong with you, man? Like, he's got a very unique look, and he's uh, he's definitely one of the best wrestlers I've ever been in the ring with. But, um, yeah, it's it's crazy. So, yeah, we, I kind of came up with it, and I was like, hey, man, this is the deal that I want to do. I was like, you want to do this with me? And he's like, no, man, that's your thing. I was like, bro, but it's got to be like gang, like – so I need a partner and maybe a couple other people. Um, but we did that deal and, uh, we were going to continue to do it, but I mean, we'll see what happens. Cause I kind of fell off after that. Cause I was like, we did those shows and I was like, I don't, I don't even want to wrestle. It wasn't working for you. Yeah. Yeah. So do you consider yourself retired as of right now? Or do you think, uh, no, I have a show. Um, I dude, honestly, I was going to be, but Jake is running a show uh, in June, June 12th. I'm sorry. Yeah. So June 12th, I'm wrestling uh, for his, his show, which will be good. Cause there'll be fans there and stuff. Who, so. who are you going against? Uh, I think, um, eh, I, 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 won't, I won't say just because okay, okay, he's well, two yeah. people right. and I'm not sure which one he's going with yet, but yeah, but okay. Good yeah, shit, be though, cool. bro. yeah. Hell yeah. 
Over these years, though, who have been some of your favorite people to work with? Man, that's that's tough. That's tough, man. Like, you know, uh, I really love the shit that I have with Palace. I mean, uh, we had a couple really good matches, but I think the last match that we had, it was a qualifier for the Super Indie Tournament, I believe. Uh, I thought that match was really good. And then we had a we had a match out in uh, somewhere in Pennsylvania for IWC, a little spot show. And, dude, we had a hell of a match. Is that um, up in Clearfield? Maybe. Yeah, it might have been Clearfield. Uh, but we had a good match. We had some good matches, me and Palace, uh, me and Jake Oman, obviously. Like, I sh- wasn't even going to say his name because that's pretty much a given with me. Like, dude, we've had some really good matches. We had a match in Indianapolis that was over 30 minutes long. It was just fucking, dude, it was so good. Um, and the crowd was just hyped for it because it was all the same people that have watched us over the 14 years of knowing each other, like, grow. And then, like, we oh, you know, yeah. that's sick. Yeah. yeah, dude. But. Yeah, we've had some good matches. Um, man, there's a bunch, dude. I, I Honestly, I've enjoyed almost everyone that I've ever worked with, really. Even if it wasn't a good match, I still enjoy it. You know what I mean? Because you, you get certain things from everybody. If you aren't done and you still are wrestling, who are some wrestlers you'd like to work that you haven't yet or maybe some promotions that you haven't got to work at? That's a tough question, bro. Because honestly, none of it really interests me, man. It really mm-hmm. doesn't. And that's the, the shitty part. Like... uh I don't know, man. I don't know. Do you think even if you don't end up wrestling, you'll you'll get yourself back involved in the business, whether it's maybe being a promoter yourself, or do you think you're just going to be a family man and do your yeah, everyday I life? I don't know, bro. Uh, that's a good question. You know, um, I mean, I've been doing pretty good with the acting thing, and uh, um, I might be getting some more opportunities with some different movies or TV shows or whatever. But uh, so. I mean, I'll always, I'll always be in some form of entertainment, but you know, if I get out of wrestling, I'll be done. It'll be, that'll be the end of it. We'll definitely touch on your acting stuff in a little bit, but I just want to finish out these couple wrestling questions we got for you. Uh, being that you've played a heel pretty much. So we're from IWC. I don't know if you remember, we were the whole team storm section. That's why I got the Canadian flag behind me. Uh, what were some of your influences into playing the character that you did? Um, you know, because like I going back to whenever I said my you know favorite wrestler is Macho Man Randy Savage. So wait, did I say that earlier? No, but we yeah, don't think mind. you actually did say that yet. But all right, all right. I've been drinking and I was with people. <laughs> okay. Someone asked me that. Never mind. So anyway, Randy Savage was my favorite wrestler, right? Okay. And he was always, you know, mostly always a heel, um, and just the way he the way he acted and the way he did things, that was like, man, that was the coolest shit ever to me. Um, and then obviously being trained by Rip, he was a heel everywhere he went. Like he was a baby face sometimes, but he was a heel. And I mean, so like I felt more when I was in OVW trying to find myself as like a performer or whatever, um, I found it really hard to be a, a baby face. Cause I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, man, like anything I say comes off fucking heelish, dude. Like, <laughs> and even if I'm like myself, I like, bro, I sound like a dick. I like <laughs> listen to the promo back and be like, dude, that's horrible, bro. I straight up sound like an asshole. Like what? I, and I don't even mean to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm, like, I'm like, man, maybe I should just be a heel. Uh, but with my character stuff over the years, it's like, um, obviously the Justin Bieber thing, but the Justin Bieber thing ca- kind of came onto me. I didn't create that. That was the fans at OBW. One week they just started chanting Justin Bieber at me. And I was like, bro, you know what? I'll fucking give you Justin. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that kind of like, that wasn't inspired. That was just, that just happened. Um, but everything else has been kind of like, you know, like, uh, 
um conor mcgregor like he's a really good heel and good performer um takashi 69 obviously with the internet beef yeah. and shit um but yeah i always take things from like movies or like rappers and stuff like that and bring it into wrestling because like if you watch wrestling to try to get an idea you're not going to be original right so you're gonna right, right. the same you, you've always came off as not even so much a character. It's kind of like you, going back to like the McGregor thing. It's always came off to me like you were selling the fight. Like it yeah, wasn't it, like it, a, yeah, a yeah. character. Yeah. So I'm going to make you fucking watch me and enjoy me whether you like it or not. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you, you touched on the Justin Bieber chant. How about the who sucks now chant? How did you come up with that? So, OVW. <laughs> so I was actually in a dark match with a guy named Tony Con or Tony Con, Tony Gunn, um, and the crowd just kept chanting "You suck, you suck." But like, you know, like you'll hear that at shows, right? But yeah, like, right. Dude, I'm telling you, this was like oh, shit. the highest I've ever seen a crowd chant. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck, dude? Like, is there 300 people in here, or is there 3,000? Like, dude, it was crazy." I'm like, "All right." So like every time he would like get up on me and I'd bam, cut him off the first time. Boom. I cut him off. I'm like, who sucks now? Yeah. yeah. And like you do. And I'm bro. It was so loud. Like I have chills. It was so loud. <laughs> and I, I can like, imagine. I was like, dude, it's that easy. So then like, I'm like, I'm like, all right, like had the guy come up on me, starts getting some offense again, boom, cutting back down. Who sucks now? <laughs> boom. They were there with it again. I'm like, yeah damn dude so then that's literally all my matches would be a guy gets like i get the you suck you suck you suck thing the guy gets the advantage on me i shut him down who sucks now yeah i fucking slip on a banana pill he gets the upper hand on me cut him down who sucks now like, <laughs> oh so th that going back to that so after the match he won by a, a sunset flip like a sunset flip out of nowhere one two three dude whenever he did the crowd popped huge and then the whole place was chanting who sucks now and i was like bro i just did like a month's tv in one dark match <laughs> <laughs> dude no that is so hype dude yeah it's crazy Fuck, dude i I know you always were pulling heat at IWC shows. Did you ever have a fan get too heated and try to attack you or oh yeah, you threats? Oh, here we go. Yeah. So the the place that I've had the most heat, the most heat at, was in Toronto at Superkick. Have you ever seen their their shows? No. I have not. So their shows, I don't know what it looks like now, but their shows back then it had two levels. So there was balcony seatings all the way around the building, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then there was lower level, but they didn't sit. They all stood up and they all were like at the ring, hitting the ring. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And bro, these crowds are the most like into it crowds I've ever been to. Like, bro, they are so into everything and like, they all getting drunk the whole time. Fuck right. Yeah. And bro, they'll, dude, I'd come out and they would throw cups of beer on Fuck. me. I can dump beers in my face all the time. Right. And dude, they hated me so much. And, uh, I was in this, this big tournament called, uh, King of the six. Cause they call Toronto the six, right. I was in King of the six and <clears throat> there was a tournament and then a tournament ended with a four way ladder match. And, uh, 
we're all brawling, doing hardcore shit, whatever. Eventually, like, two of the guys get hurt, like, hurt or whatever. They're, like, off dead or whatever. And then I get in there with the main, like, babyface, the main guy that they wanted to see win. And we're fighting at the top of the ladder, and, like, I poked him in the eyes, right? <laughs> he fell off the ladder, but when he did, he got twisted in the ropes and fell to the floor. I'm standing on the top of the ladder, right? <laughs> and I'm like, the belt's right here. And I'm just, like, looking around. Bro, before I'd even touch the belt, I'm just standing on the top of the ladder. People were throwing stuff into the Oh, shit. And screaming. And – I go to do the thing right, and then this this Asian girl, uh, Jade Jade Chung, comes running out. She runs up the ladder, misses me in the face. I fall off the ladder. She gives me a hurricanrana to the floor, um, or whatever. And then something else happened. Um, something else happened to where uh, my manager gets power bombed out of the ring by the dude that's that they love or whatever, onto me. Oh, when he power bombs my manager over the top rope onto me and this dude is like six six like he's tall oh, nice power bomb certain dude so the power bomb is nice and high boom i catch her in the crowd right go down boom and uh anyway as we're down he grabs the belt he wins the place goes nuts so she just took a power bomb so i go over to her to say to lean down and be like hey are you okay because i mean that's pretty crazy i'm like hey are you okay dude as i'm like checking on her Boom! Sucker punch, bro. Right in the back of the head. I turn around. I fucking just run. Just start swinging on this dude, right? And security's grabbing him up. As I'm fighting this dude, boom! Another sucker punch, dude. So I run and start throwing hands on this other dude, right? And finally, I, like, skirt out of there, bro. I just, like, get to the back. And I'm like, oh, my God. And the promoter's like, bro, God, you had so much heat. I wish you would have won the belt. Oh, like, dude, yeah, that would have been insane. That's what we should have done, bro. He's fucking like, right. Fuck. He goes, I've never <laughs> seen so much heat. He's like, if you wouldn't have won that belt, we would probably had a riot, and they would probably burnt the building. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like He's it. like, dude, I've never seen so much heat. And uh, anyway, later we find out the first dude that punched me in the back of the head was the referee's dad. Motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking referee's dad. But anyway, this referee had been a problem the whole night. Like, I guess they didn't really know anything about him. Dude was standing on the ladder during the ladder match and just like, bro, totally. Oh, what idiot, the hell? Right? Just doing like just the dumbest yeah, shit. Yeah, that sounds ridiculous. He wasn't trained, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, when they take us out, we had security with us to get me to my car because there was like a mob of people waiting outside. All right, bad, dude. <laughs> Dude, and it was the ref and the ref's dad with all these people going, yeah, fuck you, motherfucker, fuck, fuck. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, what do you do, bro? Did you love that shit, though, knowing that, like, you Yeah, I was making faces at him and shit. Oh, bro, hell yeah, dude. I was like, bro, this is cool. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a wild, dude. Holy shit. Yo, I'm just thinking, dude, what did I do to make you so mad, bro? Yeah, this right, my, dude. Like, what did I do? Like, I wasn't even really a heel because it was a hardcore match. So I just went out there and, like, beat people up with weapons. Like, I'm like, dude, has this guy been watching the shows? I don't know. Especially, especially if that – was that during, like, the last 10 years? Yeah, that was uh, probably five years ago. Well, that's cool. what I mean, dude. That, like, and it's no disrespect to wrestling. But now that the curtain's been pulled back so much and people know that there's predetermined endings and stuff, to be able to get that kind of heat in today's day and age, too, is fucking phenomenal. thing. So, like – People say that, but like, I mean, dude, you'll still to this day see an, an average person 
not an idiot by any means, an average day-to-day person, right? And they'll find out I'm a wrestler. And they'll get, they'll still go, man, is that real or fake? They still got to ask. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. People okay. say kayfabe's dead. It's not, man. Like, even the smart fans, right? They don't want you to tell them everything. They don't yeah. want, like, bro, like, when I watch a movie, one of my biggest pet peeves in movies is when they break that that wall and they like look at you and say something the only movie i've ever watched that i liked that did that was deadpool i think too okay yeah yeah, yeah. any other movie bro when they do that shit i'm like dude stop like i yeah, want yeah, yeah. even though i know this is fake bro i mm. want to watch this you want the immersion crazy. man yeah so i want to i want to watch this and kind of like believe yeah it. dude so yeah but uh yeah, I want to watch. And I mean, fans might not say that, but I know fans subconsciously know that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, viewership is down. Like, dude, Raw and SmackDown's ratings keep getting lower and lower. I mean, dude, it's not good. So you've been in a few nasty car accidents over the last couple of years. And uh, I was wondering if any of them have affected how the, you performed or even just your everyday to day life. Yeah, actually, I've never talked about this. Uh, so that last one I was in, in Florida, and I legit never talked to anybody about this, uh, other than obviously my family and stuff and some of my close friends. But uh, uh, that last one in Florida, dude, that fucked me up so bad. So physically, like, it, yeah, it hurt me and stuff. Um, but mentally, it messed me up more than anything. Um, so, like, therefore... And I mean, this still could be going on now. I don't really know. But uh, like every match after that, dude, like some of those matches, I would be in the ring and literally start having an anxiety attack while I was wrestling. And I would just fucking gut it through and just get yeah, through it. Right? But like in the Super Indie Tournament, bro, I had massive anxiety. Like, oh, man, it's or not not the Super Indie Tournament. I'm sorry. Not the Super Indie Tournament. The uh, um. Or, yeah, yeah, the Super Indie Tournament. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, when I was, like, wrestling Britt and then when I wrestled Wardlow, dude, I had such bad anxiety that whole that whole weekend. Well, not to pull back the curtain too much, and you don't got to answer if you don't want to, but as far as, like, the whole Wardlow knocking you out, was that something to maybe end the match because of having an anxiety attack too bad? Oh, no, no, no. That was planned. Oh, yeah, okay. I just wanted it to be, like, a believable, like, yeah, holy yeah, yeah, yeah. like, legit just fucking killed that guy right yeah no no no. yeah yeah that was totally cool, uh, cool, cool. I, I totally marked out too at the entrance ramp when you just started coming back out and talking shit after you supposedly got knocked out that was yeah, awesome. yeah. yeah i i was like man like looking back at it i wish i wouldn't have done that because i like looking back at it i was like fuck i like got sympathy with the crowd yeah right so like i was i didn't want to get sympathy i wanted to like make him like like holy shit this dude's badass but it like kind of had like the reverse effect. People were just like, oh my God, he got really hurt. Oh, I feel so bad. Oh, like, I didn't really like the finish of that match after it happened. I was like, ah, uh, I didn't do good business. I meant to get Wardlow over and not myself. And it did the opposite. So, which is kind of funny too, because of how much heat you got, how the fans still sympathize. Yeah. Like. yeah that see, that was the thing. I didn't think it would get me sympathy because i was like oh i have so much heat they won't care someone could come in here and shoot me right in the head and they'd be like good that dude's fucking finally dead (laughs) yeah i i didn't really like that finish i got you uh let's touch on your other career ventures though especially during the pandemic everybody either pretty much became either lazy or learned to hustle even more 
This is kind of odd talking about with another dude, but I want to talk about it just for the principle of it. So you came out with an OnlyFans account, and that's been a hot trend. I mean, especially you see every other girl on Facebook's join my OnlyFans, join my OnlyFans. You capitalized on that opportunity and made an account. So how did you end up doing? Bro, I made thousands and thousands of fucking dollars straight up. And it was the easiest, most fun money I ever made. Me and my girlfriend, <laughs> we just did our thing. And yeah, like, no, that's lit. had a blast. And, you know, it lasted while it lasted. Yeah. It was cool. It oh, was no, that's lit, dude. What was it like? Like I said, kind of going back to it, like, you don't really hear male sex workers as much. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's not as common and commercial. How did you feel about basically having that title now to your name? Bro, I'm Dilabasic, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. Publicity is good publicity, right? So, like, dude, I don't care. Like, that's the confidence I have. And I think that's a confidence that 99% of people don't have, right? In wrestling. And to be the only like male wrestler, bro, you got to understand how many people are subscribing to my shit just because it's like, holy shit, this male wrestler is actually doing this, right? Because yeah. there was a couple that had one, but it was like, they would post a picture in their underwear, like post like this dumbest shit. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you post that on Instagram. Why are they going to pay $10 to see that? Right. Yeah. Like, so dude, I was dude. Happy as hell, bro. That was the shit. That's awesome, dude. Anybody wants to hate on, I'm like, whatever, bro. Like, no, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. fuck it, dude. Post you it, paid to fuck it. your girlfriend <laughs> on camera. Like yeah. somebody posted a screenshot of me on, uh, on, on Twitter um on uh Britt baker's post when she was like blasting me and said well at least he has only fans and i just laughed and was like dude i don't give a fuck that you posted this picture why would i care yeah like i know you did this to make me mad dude i don't care at all yeah, I, yeah. I was like that's so funny everybody's gonna see that yeah well if that and if you were that insecure you wouldn't have done it in the first 100 percent. yeah what the fuck exactly and then you also became a movie star during the pandemic hell yeah dude I'm Hollywood, baby. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about it, though. Like, what movies and films have you worked on? I've done some TV shows and stuff. Whenever I was living in Hollywood, I would be like a set-in, um, like an extra or whatever, which isn't – anybody can do that, right? Um, but with this movie – so my friend Stelio, uh, he's older. He just turned 51 uh, this week. Um, but he's been in, dude, a ton of big movies, a ton of big shows. He's never like a, I mean, he's been the main star on some, you know, some B movies and stuff like that. But in like the bigger movies that everybody would know, he's always like a smaller role. Mm -hmm. Uh, But dude, he's had a really successful career, right? And he's always one of the characters in every single Call of Duty. Oh, really? Voices. Yes. That's sick, dude. Call of Duty, right? So, uh, dude, like he's got connections, right? So, and actually he's uh, one of the lead producers on this new movie that's coming out with Mill Gibson's son as the star. Um, I just posted it on Instagram the other day. It's a football movie, um, but it's going to be in theaters everywhere soon. But anyway, he's the main producer on that. So th- he's got a lot of connections, right? And, and we've been friends for years. I've never asked him to like help me with any of that stuff before until now. But um, he just kept saying, man, like you have a good look. You should you should try to do acting and stuff. He's like, I saw your stuff in championship wrestling from Hollywood and you just had like good facials and good timing. And, and just it's pretty good. He's like, you could probably get some roles. And I was like, Oh yeah, man. I was like, I don't know. I'm just so busy. I, that would take a lot of effort. Right. Those dude, those actors, bro, they put in a lot of effort to get it. Oh, yeah. Right. So anyway, he's like, Oh, okay. Okay, cool. 
So he hits me up one day. He's like, hey, man, want to be in a movie? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. And I'm just thinking like, oh, probably like to be like standing somewhere. Right? Yeah, right. Um, but uh, he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, George Johnson's the director. I'm really good friends with him. Uh, I'm going to send him your info and try to get you on. So then I ended up getting on um, and I had I was supposed to have three lines and it's a Russian movie. Um, so I had to work on an accent and stuff, which was actually yeah, pretty yeah, that's easy. Sick, dude. Uh, yeah. But then like a week before the set, they cut my three lines out. Um, but I'm in multiple scenes and I'm in a bunch of action scenes and like yeah. I'm in the a lot. And I mean a lot for me, but uh right, right, right. no, that's yeah, still sick, cool. bro. Yeah, it was cool. And what was but, that yeah, movie called? Thanks to Stelio. Uh Pull from Darkness. And what's yeah, the premise all- of that movie then? So it's actually a true story. It's about a girl. Um, her husband is into bad gambling debt. And then um, he ends up getting whacked. She gets kidnapped and sold into sex trafficking uh, um, to get the money back for the dude's gambling debts. Fucked up. But then she ends up escaping and making it out and making it back into the, into the real world. Um, but it's based on a true story. When does that movie come out and where can we find it? I don't know the date yet. Um, it's definitely going to be on Amazon Prime. It'll be towards the end of the year. Um, but they're actually working on some distribution deals. So I don't really, there's nothing I could say about the exact how it's going to be distributed. But but yeah, they're still finalizing up some distribution deals. Sick. When all the details come out, we'll be sure to share it on the podcast and yeah, plug bro. it as much as we can too. Bro, I'll say this though, dude. My first day in Hollywood, bro, I was treated and taken care of better in the first day than I've ever been treated in wrestling. And I made, and I made a, like a shit ton of money for like the little ass work I put in. Like it was, it was cool, bro. Like they took care of me real good. A few moments later, you know, lately you've been in the news calling out our boy, Joey Janela. First off, I'm going to do a disclaimer. You've showed big love to us. We do nothing but appreciate you. And Joey Janela has also showed us nothing but big love. Hold on, hold on. So Joey Janela showed you big love. What what does that entail? What has he done for you? Oh, all right. So after a show, you know, he linked up with us, took time out of his day, just like you're doing right now. Took time. You guys are both busy guys. You're both super right. successful in the wrestling business. You got all that meth to smoke. Oh, Jesus Christ. So disclaimer, <laughs> anything Dylan Bostic says is on Dylan Bostic. We're, we're not in support of anything he says. <laughs> But this is a perfect outlet for Dylan Bostic to get his, his shit off. All right, baby. Let's get it. All right, bro. So you got to let us know. You you posted a screenshot the other day of him in your DMs basically telling you you're a pussy. And I don't know the extent of it, but it was. I'm going to blast you on site. I'm going to slide for the gang. That's basically what he said. He was acting all fucking types of gangster. And, bro, I've never laughed so hard in my life, bro. Never have I laughed so hard in my life. Never. So first things first. When? How long ago was this DM sent? Uh, this was <clears throat> three months ago when that whole AEW and my shit popped off. I don't know if you guys know about that. And and that was gonna be. I figured it had something to do with that. So what correlated all to that? Because I know you did like well, a little guest spot, I, right? I'm gonna rewind. So like, all right. So I lived out in LA, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and Joey was coming out. Uh, with DJ Hyde and me and DJ Hyde were cool, bro. Like we're homies. So um, Joey Janelle was coming out with DJ and Dave Marquez, the promoter was like, Hey, and I roomed, I don't want to like bring up my roommates names. Cause I don't want to like put them involved. But mm-hmm. um, Dave was like, Hey, uh, you know, he asked the whole house that I, you know, where I live. He's like, Hey, do you guys that care if Joey stays with you guys? 
And I was like, fuck, dude, I don't want him here. Like, cause just because like I'd heard stuff about how he acts and like, you know, and I don't ever judge people by what someone tells me mm-hmm. because I always, yeah, you got to have like, your own personal always, experiences. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, oh man, but I really don't want to be stuck in my house with somebody I'm not going to like. Right. So, but I'm like, we we're all like, yeah, he can stay here. I'm like, yeah, fine. That's whatever. Fuck it. He can stay here. He gets to the house and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be super cool with this guy. I'm going to try to be friends with him. I'm not even going to try to like think about what other people have said to me and like kind of like put up a, a guard. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to like give this dude the benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? You never know. This dude might end up being my best friend. You just right, never, right, right. You never know. So he was, he was cool ish. Um, and like, you know, he slept on my couch and like, I'm like, if I remember correctly, like gave him my beers and stuff and like was just chilling with them real and, quick before you go any further too, were most of your roommates also wrestlers. Uh, one was, and then one was a producer. So I had two. Okay. So one was a wrestler, one's a producer. Um, but anyway, so like he's chilling with us and like, he would say shit that like gets under my skin because I'm like old school mentality of wrestling. And, uh, but I'd be like, whatever dude just get drunk and fucking smoke some weed and have a good time right so like we had an all right time so i was like oh all right you know what joey's cool he's all right he's all right with me i didn't become friends with him but i'm like he's cool you guys could tolerate each other yeah 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 not even tolerate like i had a good time with him I okay won't yeah, okay so i had a good time with him and uh i didn't see him for a while and then i saw him at AEW, bro Everybody like that I saw that I knew, like even if I wasn't friends with them, dude, they were all so cool. But then I had a lot of friends that obviously like they're gonna be super cool with me because I've been friends with them forever. But he's like, I'm thinking, oh, there's Joey, cool, what's up, man? And like I go to say hi to him, he's like, hey, it, like, but like, just like very, just like kayfabe, standoffish, fuck off. And I'm like, who's that guy, bro? Like. Why is Cody Rhodes giving me a hug and this dude's fucking faving me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, fuck is he? Like, I don't, I don't like that shit because, bro, like to me, people are people. And like, even if let's say like John Cena was kayfaving me like that, dude, I'd be like, fuck John Cena, bro. Like, he's a, he's a person just like me and you. Like, dude, I don't like that shit. Right. But then like, but, when somebody like isn't anybody, they're just there. You haven't made it yet. That bothers me even more because it's like, dude, you really gonna shit on everybody? Because homie, guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna get released one day, and then you're gonna have to come back down here to us. And I know that I'm not the only person that you're treating like that, right? But I'm like, you know what? Maybe he's busy. I'm gonna let it go. Fast forward. Next time I see him, same thing. The last, or no, no, no. The next time I see him. He shakes my hand, but doesn't even look me in the face and like, just kind of like this, mm. my hand doesn't even look me in the eye. Doesn't even say hi. Nothing. He's just like, does this shit. And I'm like, old school me. I'm like, dude, I'm going to knock this motherfucker out right here, right now in front of everybody. Like, I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm going to lay this dude out. And I'm just like, like so angry. I'm like, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. I'm like, all right, let it go. So the last time I saw him, I don't even think I even fucking said hi because I was like, today will be the day I will punch this dude in the mouth. So I'm like, all right, 
So that's where the real heat started with me, with him. I don't know if he knew that I wanted to fucking smack the shit out of him, but that's where the real, like, dude, like... Well, did you maybe say something to somebody else? Yeah, like, just out of, out of being heated? Like, yo, like, fuck that dude, what's his problem? And then it, that person relayed the message, so then he felt uh, some type of way? Nah, because I would never say something backstage or something like that, because you never know when there's, like, a mic that can hear you. Okay. So like I'm real careful about what I say, even like back there. Like I would okay. even be, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely didn't do that. Um, like I even talked to a couple of my friends that are there after that. I didn't bring it up because I know how word gets around, right? Yeah, so yeah, like, I've been around a long time. I know everybody talks, and and it's not even that they mean to do it or they do it in like a snitch way. It's just like people just like to talk right basically so, dude a lot of wrestlers that we've also talked to said it's almost like high school drama it's all clicks yeah, and there's and all it's kinds not of that they mean to it's just because people gossip bro they don't have anything to do with it. like oh dude did you see what dylan bostic tweeted on twitter like he said this and man i think he's talking about you you know what i mean shit like that so do you think it's something you could have something like that could have happened and that would have been why joey didn't want to like show you love when you said what's up that first time you know what i mean like after because you guys he already like was slept at your crib you know what i mean so yeah you think maybe, oh, you it know been maybe like it's because oh dude you know what you brought up a good point was that when i oh bro i know what it was it was probably yeah. i said the thing about um him and enzo at the at the fucking concert and i said that shit ain't gangster or something uh, it was just like to be funny maybe that's yeah, what it is yeah. dude yeah, right bro right yeah <laughs> all because i was joking what a pussy you also <laughs> You also had heat with AEW because of something you said about how they mistreated you or something with your clothes or something. I kind of it, it was so long ago that I barely remember. So what was that all about? Uh, so. All right. So that's where this shit. This is where the shit with AEW really started. All right. I'm going to fucking air it all out. So. All right. So AEW, the first day that I was there, I was just told and I don't I'm not going to name the name of somebody that was there because I, I love that person. And like they're like a big guy there so like they were just like hey come to dc this date right and i was like okay cool and it wasn't like an official like hey you're booked or anything like that i'm just coming to dc i'm like bro i'll show up dude i got money and shit and like free flights i'll i'll come like and nobody so i showed up right and uh security's like like uh you're not on the list and i go okay uh yeah i don't think i'm booked or anything like that like this person just told me to come okay yeah let's just clear it with him real quick whatever clears it with him okay yeah cool you can come in and hang out i'm like all right sweet so i'm thinking i'm just coming in to hang out so they pull me to the side they're like hey yeah we just need you to fill out this paperwork and da 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 and i'm like oh i'm not an extra or anything oh no no you are you are we just didn't tell the security oh okay cool i didn't he didn't tell me that I was an extra dude. I just brought my shit and came to talk to some. Do people. you think they did that on the spot? Like they didn't even initially plan on you being an extra. Yeah, I don't. I don't. And I still to this day don't really know. So they give me this contract, this contract, right? And it's just a one day deal, and you like have to write in how much you're getting paid. I don't write anything in because I'm like, dude, I don't fucking know what I'm getting paid, bro. Like I didn't even know I was booked. Like I'm glad I actually showed up. Like <laughs> I didn't know like I was gonna be here. So. I, I don't fill out the how much you're getting paid. I just sign my name, put the city and like where I'm at or whatever, what time, whatever. Fucking, I give the guy the paper. I get a check in the mail, 200 bucks. And dude's like, oh, that's, we're going to do the same as WWE. There's 200 bucks, uh, whatever. I'm like, all right, cool, man. That's cool. 
And so also it was an extra 200 beans you didn't plan on having. So yeah, cool. Yeah, exactly, dude. And that's the thing, dude. $200 to me is jack shit, bro. I could fucking walk down the street right now and make 500 bucks. Like fucking $200, dude. Like I'm not going to get shitty over $200. Not me. So I'm like, oh, cool, man. That's whatever. And uh, so the next time, so I'm thinking, dude, hey, 200 bucks to go and hang out with these dudes. Like that's, that's pretty cool. So I like text my guy. I'm like, Hey, can I get on some more shows or whatever? And I'm thinking the more I'm there, the more it'd be like, Oh, Hey, give Dylan a match with this guy or something. You know what I mean? Like give him a dark match or something. So I'm like, Oh, if I'm there a lot, Hey, 200 bucks, even though that's not a bunch of money, but it's, it's money for a day. And it'll be like, Oh, maybe if I'm there more, eventually I'll get something. So I'm like, hey, can I do these two dates? And then one was Indianapolis, uh, Indiana, which is where I live. And it was five minutes down the street from my house, legit, where they the building they were in, five minutes from my house. So I'm like, perfect, dude. I can fucking go down there, see my friends, make 200 bucks, and it's literally right by my house. Um, and then the other date was Springfield, I think, or no, Champaign, Illinois. And, uh, and that was like the week later. So I come to Indianapolis, and I go in, and... I fill out the paper and I type, I write in how much I'm getting paid this time, sign the deal, whatever, give it to the guy. And uh, the guy's like, okay, cool, man. And like, he takes all the extra guys, paperwork, whatever, da, 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 da. Everything was fine that day. They asked me to like go there. They were like, oh, we need somebody to go and buy some clothes for this walkout thing on TV. Cause I was going to do, I was carrying Darby out on a body bag. And I was like, oh, hey, man, I my house is literally right around the corner. I can just go grab clothes for everybody. And it was just kind of like, dude. Convenient like, as fuck, yeah. Yeah, because they were, they were kind of asking me to go buy clothes. I'm like, dude, like, no, like, I can go to my house right here, right? So I do that, loan everybody clothes. Um, and, like, I didn't really, like, want to thank you or anything. They were just kind of like, okay, cool. And, uh, but uh, where was I going with that? So then, so then fast forward champagne i get the champagne illinois i get there and uh the guy's like this one guy was like why are you here who invited you and i'm like is this a security guy or a wrestler or? this is this is like just some like backstage fucking douchebag. okay and he he's like who invited you and I say the guy's name that I was invited by, somebody that's fucking way more over than you and way more powerful than you. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. And dude, I swear to you, this guy, I just wanted to just, bro, I don't want to smack this dude so hard. I want yeah. to just light him up, right? I'm like, dude, speak to me like that again, bro. I swear to God. And uh, so anyway, I get backstage. Stuff's going on. They're like, oh, fill out the paperwork. So I fill out the paperwork, give it to the guy. The guy goes... I'm like, I don't know if I should like name drop this guy or not. Um, who the guy that fucked me over is. Well, mm, yeah, fuck it. So QT Marshall, you know, you guys know who that is. Yeah. So he likes like, hey, man, like, uh, have you got your check from Indianapolis yet? Red flag number one. And I go, no, why? What's up? If he would have straight just told me right then and there, hey, bro, we only paid you 80 bucks. I'd have been like, hey, cool, man. I don't really care. You don't it's even more the honesty it. aspect of things. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. And it's not even just that. It's like the respect being honest. Like it's just it's a whole lot of things. Right. It's there's ways you can handle it. He just goes, did you get your check from Indianapolis yet? And I go, no, it's only been like a week or two. Why? What's up? 
He goes, oh, okay, cool, man. He's like, it just might be a little bit. Uh, he goes, you know, we just were overbooked um, on extra talent. We only put in so much money for extras and we had too many. So, you know, it's, it's made it a whole mess or whatever. Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, wait, so am I getting paid or is it just going to be a long time? I'm like, I don't yeah. know. So like, I'm like, okay. And then he's like, he's like, yeah. And today, like we're overbooked too. And I looked at him like, Hey man, either you can just not pay me or if it's really bothering you that bad, I can just go home. It's not a big deal at all. And I was being super cool. I wasn't even saying it in like an asshole way. I was like, yeah, yeah. I can go home, man. It's no big deal. Like at all. Like, you know, whatever. It's cool. Like, obviously if you're like, if you don't want me here, I can go. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, Oh no, 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 no. It's cool. It's cool, man. It's cool. And then he starts talking to me, bro. And he's like, so, you know, what you need to do is, explain to me how how you're going to make money how you are going to make AEW money dude i about lost my shit yeah i was like dude how the fuck is marco stunt going to make money how the fuck is joey janela going to make you guys money how the f- dude like let me go through the roster and explain to me how these people are going to make you fucking money cuz it's not going to yeah, happen dude like the fuck is wrong with you and and i'm still like I think that they're in every company. There's a couple guys that make money, right? But I, I think that it's the company and the promotion and, and the way you do the shit. That's what makes money. It's not. I mean, it has. You know, there has to be people that can play the parts, right? But dude, it's not like I'm gonna go in and be like, "Hey, listen, guys, I'm fucking gonna be John Cena. Put me on TV for ten minutes, and I swear to God, I'm gonna make you guys a hundred million dollars right here this year." So it wasn't even like you had heat with the guys that you even just mentioned. It was more the principle of how he came at you. Yeah, I was like, and I just wanted to be like, bro, who the fuck are you? Did you ever draw a goddamn dime? Where have you main evented? Like you, like dude, I kind of know your name. Like I have no fucking clue who you are. Like, how are you going to tell me if if it were if it would uh, if it were have been uh, Chris Jericho came over to me and said, hey, man, how are you going to draw us money? I'd respect that because that motherfucker's drawing money. Yeah, like, bro, right, right. it's been a main eventer somewhere. But mm-hmm. like, dude, I would never say that to somebody because I haven't been that guy, bro. Like, yeah, like, who are you, bro? Straight up. Who the fuck are you? Like, you're, you're not anybody, dude. Fuck out of here. So that guy pissed me off. And I was just like, dude, and then there was other shit like that guy that pissed me off in the elevator whenever he was like, who invited you and all that shit. And then him with the money and being shady and then asking me like how I was going to draw them money. Like, dude, open your fucking eyeballs. Like, look at me compared to them. And then uh, Joey, there's just like a list of shit, dude. Dude, I left. I left during like the second or third to last match. I just was like, fuck this. Grab my bag and just left. I'm like, I'm done. I don't give a fuck about wrestling anymore. Do you, and and do you? I was gonna say, do you think that whole experience right there is what made you kind of have just a, a bitter taste in your mouth about oh, yeah, professional dude. wrestling in general? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, that was that was pretty much that. Literally, like, just killed my soul. That killed my fucking soul that day. And then when I got my checks in the mail, and instead of 200 each, they were 80 each. So everybody likes to twist it and say, "Oh, I got shorted 80 dollars," or "Oh, I got shorted 120 dollars." No, I got two hundred. I got shorted two hundred and forty fucking dollars, which still isn't that much money. But I got shorted. I got shorted sixty percent of my pay, 
It's like, let's say, oh, hey, you work at McDonald's. They're supposed to uh, pay you $10 an hour. Uh, but when you get there, they're only going to pay you $4 an hour. Like, oh, that's fucked up. You're going to be mad or you're just going to be like, well, you know what? It's right. cool. But I wasn't ever going to bring it up because I didn't care. Didn't care about it. The one that really cared about it was Rip. Rip cared about it more than anybody. He and he watched me get into like this bitter and depressed state and like just kind of like watched me like crumble and like mentally just break. Right. That's what made that's what made him flip out and like post the statement that he posted. Um, and I told him for the longest time, don't post it. Don't say anything about AEW and the money. Just don't. I don't want to hear it. I don't want the drama. I know how those people are. They're fucking high school kids and they're, they're all going to cult up together and attack me. I don't want it. leave it alone. Now, if you think, and now if AEW reached out, like not QT and not you and Joey having your beef going on and such and such, but like high, higher ups, like Co- the Cody Rhodes, the Tony Khan's net, if they reached out to you and apologize, like, you know how little things happen in companies that not everybody's aware of or in control of. Kind of. Even like that Mickey James thing recently where she got released and it was a trash bag. Do you think you would be forgiving and wanting to work with a company? No. And I'll explain why. So Tony Khan has nothing to do with that. If he apologized to me, I would literally text him back and say, or talking or text, whatever it would be. If he texts me right now and said, hey, man, I'm really sorry, da, 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 da. I would text him back and be like, why are you sorry? Yeah, You had nothing to do with me getting paid. Yeah, you own the company, but you didn't write the check. You didn't do the finances. You weren't QT Marshall writing the money. Like, it's QT Marshall, right? So, when so is Rip he, is took, he, real quick, is QT the one responsible for booking the extras? He was. I don't know if he is now. Okay. Um, he was. Um, so, whenever Rip posted his tweet, and, and remember this, Rip posted his tweet bashing them about it. On Christmas Day, on Christmas Day, the next day, I get an email from QT Marshall, his AEW account, emails me. Why is Rip posting shit or or why is Rip saying this on? I don't remember the exact words, but he was basically, what's Rip talking about? Did something happen? Then I get on Twitter. I'm not replying to that shit, dude. Dude, that dude's already on my shit list. Fuck out of here. So I get on Twitter. He's DM me twice. And like, he's like, man, if uh, he's like. Uh, we just had a different agreement on those dates or whatever. Da 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 da. Like, um, if you felt this way, you should have reached out. That was his first message. Message. I didn't respond. He messaged me again, dude. You weren't even booked. Da 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 da. Like, dude, like coming at me, bro. Again, I'm like, dude, motherfucker. I am not the one to talk to, dude. Like, straight up, say one more thing in a disrespectful manner. I'll fucking drive to Jacksonville and beat your ass straight up. So I'm just like, dude, not, not going to reply to that. I'm like, whatever. So that was that. And that was on, on Christmas. Right. So I was with family Christmas and the day after Christmas rip was on me. Like, Hey, you need to reply to my tweet. You need to post something like you need to like post something about them. And I'm like, yeah, I will. I'm with family. Like right now. Right. And so I go home, I type up a post, dude, I swear to God, I get on Twitter to post it and I see Brody Lee has died. Oh shit. And I said, Dan, that ain't the right time. So, and I thought that was sad, dude. Like, you know, like I didn't know the guy, 
I feel bad for his family, right? Mm-hmm, exactly, I feel bad for bro. his kids, his wife. Like mm-hmm. that is that is truly terrible, right? Yeah. I felt bad for that. I was like, damn, that's really sad. So like I just I got offline and uh anyway, um the next day rolls around and and this is a, a day after he passed away and uh Rip is like on me still, like you need to post it before they forget about it. I posted it two days ago, like da 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 da. And I'm like, Rip, if I post it right now, no one's going to read it. Well, I was going to say, no one's even going to read it. No one's going to care. I'm like, that dude just died. And like, we're over here bitching about them stiffing me on money and being assholes. Right. I'm like, he's like, no, no, you need to post it. Da 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 da. He's like, um, before people forget about it, he's like, he's like, I don't think they, they won't care or whatever. And he's like, and it has nothing to do with him. And I'm like, yeah, but it's still not, it's still not good. And I was like, all right, fine. And dude, it had the exact opposite effect of what I thought it was going to have. And it was just like, Oh, people you're using his death to, to get your, get exposure. So I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like this was posted about two days ago i'm just now replying to it and if i were to do that i would have replied right when he died because that's when i got online and went to post it and i literally the first thing i saw was how he died and i was like no that ain't no fuck that and yeah dude it was just it was shitty because like i saw like friends well friends flip on me and stuff like and i was like well all right bro you ain't real get the fuck out of here bro i ain't got time for that yeah, I got you. Like like Britt Baker posting her little tweet lying and shit. And I was like, dude, get out of here, bro. So did Janella send that DM at during around that time period? It was during that day whenever I was getting bashed. He he also tweeted me some kind of joke, like still eighty dollars more than I've ever get paid to wrestle. Uh yeah, bro. I made like I can't remember what I got paid for the Pat McAfee shows, but it was it was thousands of dollars and Joey Janela will never make that for one day of fucking wrestling in his life. So he can fucking suck my dick straight up. Well, now too, you have what trailer reaching out to you guys. So do they, does they specifically want it to be Dylan Bostic, Janela and a shoot fight or are they just so reaching they out to you? anything? So like I, uh, when I first posted the fight thing, I tagged trailer in it. And then I, that day, I like messaged them because I was like on crack, bro. I was like, I messaged them. I said, dude, fucking help me get this fight to happen. Like something like real aggressive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, they didn't message me or anything or like the tweet. And I mean, like several days went by this morning, I woke up and I was in the bathroom and I just was like on Twitter and I saw the messages with them. And I was like, I just thought, cause I was like just waking up. I just thought it was like where I'd message them being a fucking psychopath. And, uh, but I'm like, oh shit, that's a new message. So I like click on it. I click on it and it was just them asking for my contact info and uh, they'll pass it along and they'll review it and they'll see about putting, you know, they'll look into putting the fight on, on a Triller event and uh, or whatever. So I gave them my contact info. That was all it was. They didn't like give me an offer. It hasn't went full for shit. Yeah. And I mean, I plan to reach back out to them. Oh, here, here's just an idea I have personally. If you and Janela could both agree to it, why don't you do loser gets eighty dollars match? Yeah. Hey, you know what? I am totally down with that because <laughs> guess what, bro? I will not be walking home with eighty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> do you think you and Joey will ever actually get to go down? Nope. No, you don't think so? Nope. So uh, 
today we finally got a response from Joey Janela. My boy is an, so I've been training with this guy for a while. Me and him both worked at UFC gym together. We were coaches for boxing, conditioning and conditioning. Anyway, he's an undefeated professional boxer. He also was on team USA. Um, so I dude, he's fucking legit. Dude. He knows he's the shit. Good ass boxer. Yeah. I mean, dude, bro, he's so intense. I thought I was intense. This dude is oh, shit. intense, dude. When we train together, I could probably die because he pushes me and I like get like to this like mindset of like, dude, like you really want to fucking dude. It's, it's not good. I mean, him being around each other is not good. His, his wife hates it. But uh, anyway, he's been the one like really on me, like call that motherfucker out and you get Triller to get it. Da, 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 da. He's and he's like, we'll, we'll do a camp. Cause he's got his own gym down in new Orleans now. Right. So I'm planning to, I was going to go down and stay with him for 12 weeks and, and do a camp and get ready for the fight. Right. So uh, just to do it, just to have it. And yeah, dude. Fun, right. And but, honestly, uh, dude, all pulling, pulling everything back, whether you lo- love Joey, you hate Joey, whether yeah. you love Dylan, you hate Dylan. It's good for both of your names too. Yeah. That's the Especially thing, Especially because Triller right now is on fire yeah. with all this Jake yeah, Paul dude. shit, dude. And dude. Dude, to be honest with you, I didn't have any beef with Joey until now. And I'm going to get to that. So Skyler had been harassing uh, Joey, my my boy that's the boxer. Mm-hmm. He had been bullying uh, Joey online saying, hey, fight Dylan. Hey, fight Dylan. So Joey responded to him earlier. It says uh, Skyler commented on Joey Janela's post on Facebook and said, fight Dylan Bostic. And Joey Janela said, no, and then blocked him. <laughs> oh what a puss bro so here's my thing bro so like whenever joey janela texted me like that gangster shit like i just laughed i'm like dude i grew up with street dudes like street dudes my roommate when i first went to obw my roommate robbed a bank bro like this is the people that i like grew up with right these are my friends these are like my people so like i know gangsters even though I don't look like that, because I'm not a gangster, I don't claim to be, but like, dude, I like have that in me because I've been around it. I've been in the shit. I've done stuff like that. But he texted me like he's a gangster, dude. And that rubbed me the wrongest of wrong ways. Like, don't try to be something that you're not. Like, don't act like that. I don't like that. Do you think if the fight were to happen, you and Joey could set aside your differences after and just like kind of like, all right, we 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 threw hands, we're good now. If he if he fought me, I would respect the fuck out of him. That's why I'm mad right now, right? So I was I laughed when he messaged me that because I'm like, dude, this guy has no idea. And I could tell you guys some shit that's going on right now that would blow your minds, but I can't. Um, but dude, if he knew, I'm like, if this dude knew on the other line, like the shit, like dude, he wouldn't ever fucking ever messaged me like that i was like dude all right so when he did that and i got thought of i was like man maybe me and joey can make some money on on triller right i'm like well there's beef here you know he clearly doesn't like me or whatever the case is and i'm like i don't really care for him either so i'm like you know what i'll just stir this up and like get him going and try to get him to fight me on triller right we can we can make some money dude when he has not responded, we had street beefs ready to put the fight on. We got Triller reaching out to me. Like we had a couple other like wrestling promoters that were willing to do like maybe a fight TV or something like that. 
when when we had all these people ready to do that. But the Triller thing is like the big one, right? All I know, dude. Like I said, I have big love for you and Joey. Right. And to have you two fight and have Snoop Dogg commentate would be fucking great. Exactly. So, but here's the thing. So, like, he talked all that shit. This is what I don't respect, right? So, I can never, I can never, like, like let's just say I message, uh, I message John Jones. And I say, dude, bitch, it's on site. I'm gonna blast you, right? Same thing Joey, Joey Janela said. If I said that to John Jones, and then the next thing I know, I get on Twitter and John Jones is calling me out, and the UFC is ready to put the fight on. Guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna fight John Jones. I'm gonna get my head beat the fuck in, but and I'm gonna lose badly and look stu- hella stupid. But I'm not gonna like say I was gonna beat somebody up and then be like a pussy about it. Like, dude, take your ass whoop, right? So like him not responding and then him finally saying no just flat out no dude that is the most annoying thing and just like bro i don't even have that in my dna to be like that like i could never be that type of person right like that's just how i am dude but i mean i grew up different than people i guess but maybe he was raised a little different i don't know i just yeah. If, if, if Joey doesn't agree to a fight then and Triller still is interested in having you on, is there anybody that you maybe want to call out to? Since yeah. Jake Paul likes throwing out names. <laughs> yeah, there's another wrestler in AEW that tweeted me uh, that I'll call out next. Um, Ricky Starks, I'm going to call him out next. If he wants to smoke, he can get it too. But Because he he tweeted me during the thing. He said, yo, Bostic, shut the fuck up. And then he he called uh, somebody. I <laughs> I'm name. actually mad that this isn't a visual visual podcast because the face you just made kind of looked like him. So it was like perfect. <laughs> yeah, did it really? Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, so so whenever the shit happened, he called, he called somebody uh, that I know and told him, said, yo, tell that Dylan Bostic that I'm going to knock him out. Oh, and no my shit. dude was just like, dude, I don't think you can knock him out, but good luck. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just like, and, and you know what? I, Ricky Starks, I mean, he might be able to fight. Who knows? Let's see. I mean, at, at least visually, he will be more a ple- uh, uh, um, he'll be he'll be more appeasing on a on a on a fight card. Like he looks like an athlete and stuff. So if I beat him up, like at least it looks like I beat up somebody. Joey Janela, though, bro, that might look like I just beat up a turd. <laughs> like I said, I, I, I keep repeating myself, but I got to keep repeating myself. We got big love for you. We got big love for Joey. We, I'm sure I'm speaking for both of me, Joe, and the rest of the guys on the podcast normally that are here. We all want to see this fight. We all Fuck would love yeah. to hear Snoop Dogg commentate the fight. Oh hell yeah, dude! Fucking win, lose, or draw, we fuck with both of you. Like I said, you you both have given time out of your day though, and shown us respect. So I I, I can't help but fucking show you guys both big love. You know what I mean? To move on from that, we end our podcast with two things. First, we do a wrestling Mount Rushmore, and we usually go off of like personal favorites, and like who would your top four be? And like, there's been people that just all kinds of different ways, but we we prefer who your top four personal favorites. Probably Dylan Bostic, Dylan Bostic, Dylan Bostic, Dylan Bostic. No, I'm just playing. Uh, Dylan, Dylan. Dylan. Yeah, exactly. Okay, good, good, good. You got it. You got it. Yeah, yeah. The, t- the top five MCs or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that shit was so funny. Oh, my God. When that shit came out, everybody used to say that to me. But anyway, uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a good one. I always ask people that, too. That's fucked up because I always ask people that, what theirs is, but I've never really thought about what mine is, really. 
um, but probably, uh, you know, Macho Man Randy Savage. Um, probably Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, dude, he was just like, because that was like one of my favorites when I was a kid. No doubt, bro. He single-handedly pretty much saved the fucking company at one point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, so Randy Savage, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, probably... Uh, Shawn Michaels, uh, even though I wasn't really a Shawn Michaels fan ever. Um, like, that surprises me, too. because watching him, Yeah, I know. Isn't that weird? I used to, like, just kind of be bored with him when I was a kid. Mm. Um, but now I watch his, his shit back. I'm like, man, he's so good. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Shawn Michaels. Um, man, I'm trying to throw an old guy in there. I don't want to force it. Probably. What is it? I won't go old. I'll just throw Kurt Angle in there. Cause like, these yeah, are guys yeah. that I like watched, you know what I mean? Growing up, but, yeah, bro. but man, I watched old stuff back. You know what I mean? Like Ronnie Garvin is one of my favorites to watch. Um, dude. And, uh, um, and I'm fucking having a brain. That fuck. is something too. You don't get enough credit for being in this like high flyer, like smaller guy spot. Yeah. Yeah. Like you were way more of a technical wrestler than like a lot yeah. of the guys. Yeah, yeah, I do. That's the fucked up part. Like I can, I can do all kinds of flips and shit. Like I can do all kinds of stuff. Like my finish when I first started was a shooting star press, and I could probably still do it. I just choose not to because like everybody else is doing it. So like, yeah, man, I always try to be different. But if everybody else was doing like what I do now. Mm -hmm. I'd be doing flips and shit. Right? It's sad that so many moves have become so desensitized. Like, remember when, like, Petey Williams used to hit the Canadian Destroyer? Oh, yeah. Now you like, see oh, everybody hits a fucking oh, sunset. Oh, my flip. God. Yeah, now it's everybody. Mm. Oh, yeah. But, like, man, like, I like even watching, like, old shit from, like, the 30s and 40s, bro. That shit was good. Like, so good. I Is mean, there anybody in particular that we should check out that we probably haven't? Dude, my mind is like going blank. Um, God damn it! Fuck, bro. Even just shoot us a message sometime when you come. Yeah, through. yeah. I'll shoot you a message because there's a guy I was watching, and dude, he's a huge name. You will know exactly who I'm talking about. Um, I don't know why my mind is going blank, but I actually steal a lot of his shit. Like, and he's from like the 40s, I think. Yeah, I think he's from the 40s, maybe the 50s. Old time ass wrestler, but dude, he's so good. So That's good. awesome, dude. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and then we also end our podcast with ten random questions. The ten randoms aren't directed at you. We just have a fucking giant list, whether they're people sent them in or whether there's something we yeah. think of, and it's just whatever the next ten are. The next guest gets those ten. You fuck your questions. <laughs> uh, number one is what's your best impression you can do? My best impression, uh, probably Joey Janela right now. Let's hear it. <laughs> Guys, we get smoked mess. <laughs> message to him. I think I'm gonna beat your ass on site, motherfucker, for the gang. <laughs> my car broke down because I can't afford a new car with my AEW money. <laughs> Is that a good one? Jesus Christ. Hey, you should <laughs> record the screen, record this. I, I might have to. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then we follow up with this question. If heaven is real, what do you hope that the, is the first thing God says to you? Dude. Don't, don't do, do Joey Janela impression, please. <laughs> Son, Joey Janela is not welcome here. 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, that's a that's a weird question, bro. Yeah. I hope he says you're good, bro. You're safe. I'm yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Down. I hope that's what he says. <laughs> He'd be you're like, not on the list. Who sent anymore? you here? <laughs> What's that? I said you're not on the list. Who sent you here? And you gotta yeah, you gotta yeah. give names again. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I'm on the list, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, number three is what's the most underappreciated invention? <clears throat> uh, probably Velcro, honestly. Oh, fuck. You were quick with that answer. That's a good well, one, though. I, no, it's because being a dad, dude, you learn <laughs> how fucking how fucking Velcro is very useful on shit. Yeah. You ain't kidding, bro. <laughs> uh, number four is if you could make a song with any musician, who would it be? What kind of question is that, bro? You know who it is. Who do you think it is? Takashi. Takashi Six Nine, baby. We're making a song. I guarantee you, bro. Uh, if Six Nine was more active on Twitter instead of Instagram, bro. I know I could link up with him easily. Yeah. I'm friends with some. Uh, you know who Jack Frost is? That name is. I'm drawing a blank. I'm cool with him. He runs that BBN network or whatever. Um, in New York, I've talked with him before, but me and him are cool. But he is cool with six nine, and he was in the courtroom during six nine's trial. Oh shit! Yeah, dude. So he's he's got clout with him. So, bro, I've been this close to messaging him like a million times. Be like, yo, dude, hook me up, dude. Let, well, let me. <laughs> dude, if the trailer shit happens, maybe you reach out and have six nine be your entrance. Six nine's post today. Uh uh-uh. no, no, no. He just posted like a couple hours ago. He's doing Triller Saturday night. Oh, oh shit! And I was like, damn, dude. I was just talking to Triller today <laughs> this morning. Uh, number five is what's the best salad dressing? Fucking ranch, bro. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, number six is have you ever broke a bone? Uh, yeah. Actually, my finger. It doesn't close like this. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's paralyzed. Is that your middle finger too? No, no, no. It's like uh, no. oh damn. Finger. Yeah. So it, it just doesn't it. bend. No, not at all. And look, if wow. I try to bend it, it gets like real white. Oh like it wow. Shit. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Wow, dude. Yeah. How'd you break that? Uh, I went, it was my freshman year. I went to dunk a basketball team. Shorty had a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my freshman year. I was a basketball player too. So I went to run and dunk it two handed. Yeah. And when I did, this, this hand cleared the rim, but I don't know if it was my eyes. I jumped high enough, but my eyes like just didn't line up. This finger was the only one to go above the rim. And when I pulled that bitch down, Boom! Snap oh shit! God damn it! Yeah, I was like, "Damn, son, shit hurt." Number yeah, se- fuck. Uh, yeah, for real, dude. Number seven. Do you have any piercings? Yep, got both my ears pierced. Number eight is: Are you and afraid of? Eddie? I got my Hell dick yeah. pierced too, but I ain't gonna show you that. The gay, you got his Doing fucking dickhead gauged. <laughs> yeah, join my OnlyFans. You'll see it. <laughs> uh, number eight is: Are you afraid of any rodents? Rodents? Yeah. Like mice, like mice, rats, squirrels. like a big ass rat. Yeah, I don't like that shit. I'm not. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm scared of it. Yeah, I don't want to fuck with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I'll, I'll pick that motherfucker by his tail and slam it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine is what's a word that you hate? Oh, that's a good one. Yens. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker, you don't like that? I hate that yin shit. Are you y'all? Are you guys yenzers? Oh hell yeah, we're. I'll yenzers. say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yens and ass motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the last question is, if all the breakfast cereal characters had a royal rumble, who would win? Oh, 
Probably fucking Captain Crunch for sure. Fuck Period. That's Let's where go. my fucking brain went. Hell yeah, Come on, me bro. too. Captain Crunch has got to win, bro. He's the Yo. captain. <laughs> Dude, well, we appreciate all your time. Uh, before you go, is there any social medias or merchandise or any upcoming events that you would like to plug? No, fuck everybody. They can suck my dick. How about that? Dude, I, I thought the whole interview was going to go that way, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to end it with Treyway and fucking <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to get hit with Rico. I'm cool. <laughs> Six nine be telling on me next. I'll be like, dude, I don't oh, even know the guy. Yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't even blink, dude. He wouldn't think twice. He'd be like, no, Dylan Bostic, uh, uh, murdered Joey Janela. I'm like, dude, Joey Janela's still alive. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Well, Dylan, thank you again for making time out of your day. Especially, no problem, I haven't really seen you be on too many platforms just yet. I'm sure you'll be doing a bunch of podcasts now because of this whole thing. Well, but I, I feel like hear, we're one of the first ones. So, yeah, now I have to do rips on Thursday. So, all right, dude. Well, again, thank you for making time to come yeah, on brother. here, especially being that we're uh, a new and upcoming podcast. It's good all to right. have some experienced names on here. Fuck yeah, man. Well known, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's chill. It's cool. Thanks, brother. Cool, man, thanks for having me. Oh, dude, of course. Of course bro. Hey, what's that fucking is that an AEW belt in the background? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dude, it fucking is. take that outside and burn it right now. But oh, get man. this shit out of here. Well, don't do that. Go sell it. You can make some money. Probably. I was gonna give it to my son, man. He'll enjoy it. He'll enjoy it. He doesn't it. want that shit, bro. Actually, it's a good looking belt, bro. That the AEW belts are way better than WWE belts. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I think they belts are yeah. that. And then every time WWE brings back a belt that like is like like that Intercontinental mm. right there. I like when they did that though. Fucking, go- you like the new yeah. Intercontinental? No, no, like when they brought back the old one. That was yeah, awesome. I don't like. Yeah. I don't like that new shit. No, nah, dude. No, no, no. That's trash. Me neither, bro. That shit looks like man. The new WWE belts are awful. Yeah, brother. Please. <laughs> Oh, my right, girlfriend Dylan. just texted me. She said, clean a bottle. She's hungry. Fuck oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Life. Back to dad life. Dad life. <laughs> All right, Dylan. Thank you for coming right, brother. on, brother. I have a good night, man. Yeah, you too, bro. See oh, you. yeah. Later, guys. Later. Good night. And always remember, that's... You're mad. I'm back. Big mad. He's mad. She's mad. Big fat. Ha ha. Don't care. 